Who am I? Good day, listeners. Welcome back to another podcast for dreamers, achievers, and explorers. Today's episode will be talking on we cannot assume or presume on God. I would like to now also bring it to the level of humanity. We cannot assume or also presume on our fellow human beings. Assumption, we have been told, is the lowest form of intelligence. Assumption can assumption or presumption can always bring untold pains and hardship. Uh, no wonder Psalm 19, the, uh, David said, Deliver me, Lord, from presumptuous sin. It is when we presume we, we, we've done things that is not right. I'll give you a practical example about something that happened in my life. I once had a, a, a friend that I got to know that uh, she, she was very, very committed to uh, God to the point that, number one, she was not working. Number two, she had no car. Number three, she lived in a very far distance to the church. But she would never miss any service. She would never miss any program. And we now happened to be in the same department. So somehow I happened to you know, get to church early one particular day. And since we are in the same department, just to familiarize, we are told, oh, uh, you need to know your colleague, you need to know your brother, your sister, so that at least we could bond together. We are also in the same department. So I say, oh, hi, how are you doing? How, are you? how, how was your day? Oh, so she said, fine. I'm like, Oh, you are early today for, uh, for service. So she said, yes, that she needed to come early. Uh, she needed to leave home early. So I said, oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, where do you work? Uh, so that we could interact, know ourselves better, so that we are not in the same department and we don't know ourselves. And she said, oh, I'm, uh, I'm not working. I'm like, oh, why? What did you study? Oh, she told me she studied... She has a BSc in a course. I said, okay, so why are you not working? And she said, oh, I've tried. So in my, in, my, in my mind, the first thing that occurred to me was that this meeting was about me finding a way to help her, either help her um, uh, do her resume or, and also help her to submit her resume, prepare her for interviews and the rest and the rest. So those were my, my goals. So I felt, okay. So you don't, uh, you are not working. She said, yeah, okay, so uh, how do you come? You drive or how do you, how do you fuel your, your car? So she said, oh, no, I don't have a car. So that, that gave, gave, get me, you know, worried or made me to start asking more questions. So I said, oh, you are not working? Uh, you don't have a car? No. So, how do you come here? Oh, okay, oh, do, do you live around here? She said no. She mentioned where she was living. 
is close to 7 to 10 kilometers away. So I'm like, oh, so how do you come? Do you have someone that you come with every day, every time they service? So she said, sometimes the, uh, she might find someone, but most of the time during when she is coming, she normally will not get anyone. So I said, so how do you do it? So she said, since she knows that she doesn't have someone that could help her, what she would do is to leave home early and begin to walk. I said, excuse me, you, you mean you begin to trek? She said, yes. And she said it casually, as if, hey, there's nothing. It's part of, like, it's part of life. <laughs> I said, you, you trek from that 10 kilometers, between 7 to 10 kilometers to church? She said, yes. I said, so after service, what happens? She said after service, normally she can find some people going to her area. Or if the department has a meeting and she can't find anyone, she will also walk or trek back to her house. I said, excuse me, this is what you do? She said, yes. And I was convicted in my heart. Here I am, where I was walking. I had an official car. I had an official driver. I drive in the comfort of the car. Sometimes I, I leave the office and I'm like, mm, I think I'm tired. Uh, service, there's service today. You know, I, I'm tired. Let me just sit down. Let me go home. I'm telling myself, this is someone that has no car. She's not working. She lives in a far area. And she walked all the way down. Who do I think? I was asking myself the question. Who do I think Jesus will be pleased with? And because of that conviction, I made up my mind that wherever it will take me, whether I will have to let go of my lunch, let go of any convenience that I was enjoying, I have to let go of some things. Number one, to give her some resources that will make her to at least be able to transport herself and also have a little to feed herself so that she will be able, she will not compromise, she will have something she can use to come to church without trekking or walking to church anymore. And that was what I did. And when I did that, from the bottom of my heart, is because she converted me. And so we became a bit close, you know, we talked to it because I was, I was really, really encouraged about the way she, she saved Jesus, the way she saved God, the way she's committed to God. This is not, this, I, I, I didn't see her as a, a convenient Christian. I, I saw myself as a convenient Christian. So I, I wasn't, I, it convicted me. It made me to push, to put myself, push myself a lot more. And so we began to get closer to each other, talking to each other. And uh, not too long, I began to see some uh, semblance, some things about uh, maybe she thinks there's now a relationship. I'm like, I hope this person will not miss the point because she will just throw me off, off guard. I'm not, this is not my goal. 
this is not what I want to do. And I, I, I just pray that she maintain the, the atmosphere we have with each other. Anyway, I think over time I began to hear stories that, oh, she likes me and she also thinks I like her because I don't have a relationship with anybody and, you know, we talk to each other about a lot of things. And um, anyway, to cut the long story short, I eventually had uh, met a, a woman that God led me to as my wife that wasn't her. And by the time I discussed, spoke to my wife, she was not the one because my wife got to know this person and this person had been talking to her about me. And I told my wife, no, I never had any talk with her. I never told her, oh, you are pretty, you are so beautiful, I'm interested in you. I never said any of that. It just now occurred to me that this is assumption, this is presumption. And by the time my pastor announced myself and my wife, she was heartbroken, even though that was not the intention. Presumption, assumption will always lead us, will cause pain to us. I pray that you will not presume on anyone. You will not assume on, on, on anyone or even presume or assume on God. It will not be right. I, this, today's episode will be centered more on stories. I was once again in an awkward situation where someone I did not have a close relationship with barging on me at home. He said he just came to visit and have fun with me. How, how do you barging on me? No, you didn't discuss it with me. You don't, I don't have a relationship. How do you, how? I asked him why he was so sure I would be home. He said he just wanted to try his luck. And if I was not around, he would go back. Can you imagine? I suspected that there was more to what he was saying. I believe he was up to something. Coming to spend some days with me without discussing it proud. I told him I would not be around because I was traveling for some days. I, I just have to create that. He asked if he could stay in my house while I was away. Now I knew. I told him, definitely not. It's not possible. You cannot just barge in on me and want to force a relationship with me that never existed in the first place. It's not done. He assumed because we occasionally said hello to each other and we hailed from the same part of the country that we had a relationship. No, there was no relationship. Another awkward situation where the person presumed or assumed was with another friend who had a very close relationship with a lady but never told her that he was interested in her. This is like the opposite of my own case. This is a friend of mine. The lady suspected that he liked her but she was not going to assume anything. This is a wise woman. She would wait for him to speak about it, and then they could discuss it. However, he did not speak about it, 
and coupled with the fact that the lady had no other male interest around her, my friend assumed she knew a relationship was established. This is always the error we make. To his dismay, the lady hooked up with another guy that she knew. And this new guy, after some meetings and phone calls with her, spoke to her about a relationship and she agreed and they started dating each other. My friend was livid. And when she told him that he never made his intentions known to her, listen to what my friend said. My friend said, I assumed you knew my intentions. How can she assume your intention? Is she in your heart? Meanwhile, my friend really, really loved this lady. He, she could have been a good wife to him. But my friend did not verbalize, did not make known his intention to the lady. He assumed, he assumed, and the girl, even though the, the lady knew that he was interested in her, she too, she was interested in him, but she refused to assume anything because she understood that any form of assumption can bring about untold hardship. Judges 16 verse 20 And she said, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. So he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as before at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. This is the story of Samson presuming or assuming that the power God gave him was still there when he has deviated from the path that God has made for him. Samson, from the day he was born, had a unique endowment of strength, and he was consecrated to God as a Nazarene. He was not to cut his hair as part of his consecration requirements, but Samson had an appetite for women which was also against what was required of him as a Nazarene. Also, Samson had fallen victim before when the wife he wanted to marry pestered him to give her the clues to the riddle that he posed to the young men who came for the marriage ceremony. So Samson should have been wise enough to know how to handle the situation of women knowing the secret behind his power. I thought when he said once beating, twice shy, you should be able to learn from your mistake. Samson was very confident. This is what I think. I assume that something must have maybe heard or read or understood that God said something in his word. That everything that God has given will be entered. So uh, this is me, I guess. He must have stood on the fact that God said in Romans 11.29, 29, 
For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Meaning, if God has given this to me, it is impossible for God to take it. That means I can always call upon this gifting at any point in time, no matter how what I have done is not possible. But in Samson's case, he violated his Nazarite calling. So he, he told the woman where his strength came from, and she lured him to lay his head on her lap. He fell asleep, and they shaved his head. When Delilah woke him up and said, The Philistines were up against you, Samson. Samson assumed, he presumed, that he had the strength God gave to him. But this time, he had compromised, and nothing will work for him. It is not possible. You can't assume on God. You and I cannot presume on God. Nothing worked for something. He did everything he knew before. Nothing happened. What did they do? The people that Delilah called after they shaved him, they knew that he was too powerful. And the first thing that God allowed them to do was to pierce or poke his eyes. For me, I just feel that God was using that to tell him, next time, uh, uh, sanctify your eyes. Because it is your eyes that have uh, put you in trouble. They poke his eyes, he became blind. How sad, how sad when you presume on God. When you do the things that are wrong and you presume that God will be there for you. God will still allow you in, your, in our excesses to still maintain the same gifting, the same power, the same thing that he has given to us. No, it doesn't work like that. The lesson for us is that the revelation of yesterday is not enough for the work and assignment of today. We need fresh revelation and constant fellowship with him. We should never assume or presume on God and expect to have results. David said, deliver me from presumptuous Sins. Deliver me, O Lord, from presumptuous sin. I think this should be our constant prayers. I think we should always talk to ourselves that we should not presume on our friends, on our brothers, on our sisters. We should not presume on anyone. Father, deliver us from presumptuous sins and cause us to maintain a constant and daily fellowship with you through our prayers and reading of your word. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I believe it, will, it, it has challenged you. It has encouraged you. It has given you an uh, understanding to know that presumption and assumption is not the best way to relate with our friends, to relate especially with God. 
Let us be careful with the way we handle issues of life. Until we, I come again with another podcast, please visit my website at paulugobor.com. Uh, on the podcast, you will also find other handles, my Instagram, my email uh, for you. If you need to send a, an email, questions you want to ask, I will gladly welcome that. Until then, please do not presume on your God. Do not presume on your friends. Don't assume anything. Make things clear. God bless you.